Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you so much, esteemed Mr. for the opportunity to lead today's prayers. Esteemed family, the prayer point is posted on the chat room, and today we're praying for the church. Our scripture is taken from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8b to 10, message translation. It says, so here I am preaching and writing about things that are way over my head, the inexhaustible riches and generosity of Christ. My task is to bring out in the open and make plain what God, who created all this in the first place, has been doing in secret and behind the scenes all along. Through the true followers of Jesus, like yourselves, gathered in churches, this extraordinary plan of God is becoming known and talked about even among the angels. Esteemed family, we're going to pray that the church of Jesus will stand tall as beacon of light, shine with the brilliance of Christ, and we become the most attractive of all mountains in these last days. We declare that governors and governments will seek guidance from the church. Sinners and destitutes will seek for hope and newness of life in our gospel. Wealth wealth and riches will gravitate towards the church and the gospel of our lord jesus will be preached in all nations without restrictions in the name of our lord jesus christ esteemed family let's kindly go ahead on me to our mic and speak in other tongues fervently Makila and the Gede Shake Take Bandagabasa Catalamande, Balagabasu Catacabaye, the Gede Gabadagabaya, Libadagabasa Catalamande, Balagabasu Catabaye, the Gede Gondus, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love, for your greatness, for your kindness, and for your mercy, O God. Father God, we thank you. We declare that the fullness of the power of the Spirit will be made manifest in the church of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the church is standing tall as beacon of light, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father God, we thank you, God. Because, O God, Elias, sinners and destitute, O God, we seek, hallelujah, and they will find hope and newness of life, hallelujah, in our gospel. In the name of the Lord Jesus, evil government, O God, Father God, we thank you. Like never before, Lord, where is gravitating towards the church in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise, we worship you, God. The most influential people, God, we, we will find them, oh God, in the church, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Mr. Makama, for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, esteemed family, for being a part of today's prayers. Thank you for the changes you're causing all around the world. I also want to thank the prayer team for their sacrifice and labor of love. And right now, can you hand over to the praise team for the next session? Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Lira, don't say keep on shutter and the kitty a lot of Baba Hunter. We give you praise, Hallelujah. Man, take it a bush. Oh, Kadianda Bahasete, hey, you are so loving and kind, you are so mighty and great. 
sovereign in all of your ways, O Lord. Maker of heaven and earth, God of all creation, your name resounds in the heavens, Lord, mighty God, ruler of all creation, glorious Lord, you are King of kings. Your glory fills the heavens. You, O Lord, are God. Oh, my God, ruler of all creation, glorious Lord. You are King of kings. Your glory fills the heavens. You, O Lord, are God. Lord, you are all-powerful, righteous and never true. You rule from age to age, O Lord. Eternal King of all, maker of the universe, your greatness never ends, oh Lord, mighty God, ruler of all creation, glorious Lord, you King of kings, your glory fills the heavens. You, O oh Lord, are God. Oh, oh my God, ruler of all creation. Glorious Lord, you are King of kings. Your glory fills the heavens. You, O Lord, are God. You are the greatest Lord. Yes, the greatest, the strong and breasted one. You are mighty. You are the greatest, Lord. Yes, the greatest, the strong and breasted one. You are mighty, you are the greatest Lord, yes, the greatest, the strong and breasted one, you are mighty, am I Ruler of all creation, glorious Lord, you are.
King of kings, your glory fills the heaven. And he is the greatest glory to God, Heavenly Father. Nobody compares to you. You will always be the greatest. You will always be the object of our deepest affections. Our hearts, our hearts, our attention, our desires, our panting will always be after you, Lord. Thank you for a new week. Thank you for a new day. Worship and adore you in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. So I want to quickly, um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you, esteemed sister Grace. And thank you to the prayer team, right? So I want to quickly read something to us. And I want to use it to encourage someone here. You know, um, there were quite a number of us that <laughs> had to stay up into the early hours of the morning because you were trying to finish your tax. And then, you know, for once I was thinking, I say, you know, um, you don't you don't have to. Let me put it that way, right? Because you could actually not do it. There's no penalty. There's no punishment. <clears throat> you can actually submit your report with five tags. <laughs> Sister Maka is supposed to understand it was praise night. It was a long day. But you know, when I when I when I was seeing the the the, the reports that were being submitted, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. This is a scripture that came to mind, and I just want to quickly read it to you to encourage you. Because I'm aware that um it's not often very convenient to carry out all the tasks. It's not often very convenient. It's just something that we have told ourselves that I do it or I do it because it is important to God and it is important to me. I read you Galatians 6 from verse 7 in the TPT translation. It says, make no mistake about it. God will never be mocked for what you plant will always be the very thing that you harvest. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted. Oh, Shabaradaya. Is somebody, is somebody, is somebody excited? The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted. If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm, look at what he's saying. This corrupt seed of self-life where it's just about you. But now you are planting seeds that, you know, you know that this is important to God. You know that this is the life that God wants me to build. God wants me to pay attention to his word. God wants me to pay attention to spiritual things. So you are planting seeds that matter to God. It said, if you plant the corrupt seeds of this self-life into this natural realm, you can expect to experience a harvest of corruption. If you plant the good seeds of spirit life, you will reap the beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit. And do you remember the fruits of the spirit? Verse 9, and don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. Don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. 
for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. And that's God's word to somebody here. And you need to understand seasons. You need to understand that um, the Bible says, when he was talking about the parable of the sower, right? The seed had been sown. When you sow the seed, remember that Satan is around the corner and he's coming for the seed. So some of you, you're going to face certain challenges you haven't faced before. It came to test the word of God that you have sown into your life. It came to test the word of God that you received. But like the Lord Jesus, win. Win because you were programmed to win. The word of God in you is all you need to win. The Holy Ghost in you is all you need to win. Praise the Lord. So the harvest time is coming and harvest time is now because we are in the month of harvest. Refuse that September will end without, without <laughs> what you want will happen. Oh, that's what that verse said. I'm going to read you today's devotional article. Learn to talk to the Holy Spirit is a title. And let's have a quick read. Glory to God. It's on the screen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communicate communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Second Corinthians 13 and verse 14. Many of us are familiar with praying to God the Father. You know, often when we pray, say, dear Father, oh, Heavenly Father. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Many of us are familiar with praying to God the Father and talking to the Lord Jesus all the time. It's also essential for us to recognize the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and commune with him often and about everything. Talk to him every day. The Holy Spirit who dwells in us and commune with him often and about everything. Talk to him every day. I talk to the Holy Spirit more than I talk to any human person. Practice it. That's pastor's statement. That's, that's, <laughs> we, know, we know the kind of person that pastor is and how he literally has to interact with people um, we, we do a lot as a ministry and there are so many people that report to pastor and he's telling us that I missed all those busy reporting lines, all those busy activities. He talks to the Holy Spirit more than he talks to any human person. Wow. And he tells us, practice it. In the same way you've been talking to the Father and the Lord Jesus, consciously talk to the Holy Spirit. If you check the word consciously, it means there's something that you do intentionally. Address him with recognition and reverence. You know, these are the things that we've learned to do. In your time of personal study, you can check out the meaning of those words. When he says reverence, what does he mean? When he says recognition, what does he mean? Remember. He's the conveyor of the presence and the blessings of God. <laughs> if nothing else gets your attention, the blessing better get your attention. Because we're saying supernatural blessings, 30 days of supernatural blessings, and this is the conveyor. <laughs> if you don't talk to him, you might miss the blessings. He's the one who manifests God's presence and his power wherever God wants it. You know, in, in, in prayer, in meditation, in faith proclamations, one of the things we do is that we bring the power of God to bear on a particular matter. In fighting our fight of faith, we bring the power of God to bear on that matter so that the word of God prevails over the circumstance. And this Holy Spirit is the one who causes that power to manifest wherever God wants it. 
think about the fact that this awesome infinite personality of the Godhead lives in you and wants to communicate with you always. Interestingly, although his name is not Holy Spirit, he understands you are referring to him or addressing him because that's how the scripture refers to him. It's also amazing to realize that every time you talk to the Lord Jesus or pray to the Father, it's the Holy Spirit who acts in response. I don't need to go into this. You know, when we started out um, the year, in the course of the month, we listened to several messages on the Holy Spirit. And you also remember that last year, August, when we started out on this journey, all through the month of August and September, all the messages and all the books that we reviews were reviewed were about the Holy Spirit. So we understood all of the responsibilities of the Holy Spirit. And we knew that every time we called the name of the Lord Jesus, the person that act on it, acts on his behalf, the person that responds is the Holy Spirit because the Lord Jesus is seated on the throne of the Father. And it pleased the Father that in him should God himself dwell. So the person that is here on earth with us is the Holy Ghost. When we pray to the Father, when we ask for anything, the one that gets to walk is the Holy Ghost. When we call on the name of the Lord Jesus, the one that gets to walk is the Holy Spirit. And this is why you really now begin to see why you really have to have a sweet and beautiful relationship with the Holy Spirit where there's a consciousness. There are some wives in this house Imagine, you know, some of you that your husbands call you sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. Imagine that the days now begin to go. Your husband will ask you to do things. <laughs> your husband, um, if we're talking in the house, but he wants to tell you something before he will say, ah, sweetheart, eh, that stuff. Eh, sweetheart, um, um, Jason store this. Um, sweetheart, this. Um, baby that, angel that, imagine that uh, one week now pass, no baby, no angel, no sweetheart. <laughs> you record yours when I say, ah, honey, anything. So um, now he's actually relating with you, but uh, you are not happy that the sweetheart is no longer dead. Am I, am I talking to somebody? You are, you, are, you are concerned that the honey, <laughs> the angel, <laughs> the baby, my love, it has stopped. So there's something about calling in the name, the name. Of course, um, um, now I'm dealing with spouses who have special names that they call themselves, right? So it's not just enough to relate with the Holy Spirit, calling him, calling him, talking to him. Let him know that you are the one, he, you, um, he's the one you are talking to. Because he will respond anyways when you call the Father, when you call the Lord Jesus, he responds. But can you give him that personal attention, that attention where he knows that at this point you are talking to him and it's something you can intentionally do. Dear sweet Holy Spirit, I just want to thank you. Oh, that was you. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, thank you. Ah, thank you for reminding me. Do you know I was about leaving the house and I wouldn't have remembered to carry this stuff had you not reminded me. And that's how I would have gotten to the office and it would just be a very scattered day because I left the most important thing that I needed for work today. Dear Holy Spirit, that was you. You are the one that teaches me all things and brings all things to my remembrance. I'm so grateful, dear Holy Spirit. And I love you so much. Acknowledge him. Recognize him. Praise God. So while he responds to the name of Jesus and fulfills the petitions you make of the Father, recognize and commune with him as the doer of the work. The doer of the work. Get that. Notice, notice, after, notice again what 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 14 says. The grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Who do we have the communion with? The Holy Spirit. While our legal fellowship is established through the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called to cultivate a virtual, a, a vital relationship with the Holy Spirit. Talk to him often. If, you're, if you've been doing it, keep at it and encourage yourself in it. You'll be amazed at how transcendent, impactful and excellent your life would be. 
through his guidance, you will find your life propelled from glory to glory. Hallelujah. It's beautiful when we're told to do something and we're told what to expect. With God, you can always have an expectation because there is an end product to every action. And if you carry out the action, you can expect the end product. And that's why he says that if you are planting things that are unto eternal life, things that are unto everlasting life, things that matter to the Lord God, you can expect to reap the harvest that the Lord has promised to those who do such things. And that's why we're going to have an amazing ride of harvest. Yesterday, we said for 500 times, it's a rain of harvest for me. And that harvest continues. Thank you so much, esteemed brethren. I'll be back for the meditation segment. I'll hand over to esteemed pastor in here at this moment. Thank you, Ma, for the University of Texas segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion and start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities, 1 Corinthians 6 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit, John 14 16. Now we ask the Father and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standard, and he may remain with you forever. Romans 8 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Dear Holy Spirit, thank you for dwelling in me and for the privilege of such a great union and fellowship with you. Thank you for the transformation and glory that you bring to my life every day. As I yield myself to you for guidance and direction, I triumph gloriously always in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Praise the Lord. Pseudo servants of God, caption. Will you put up with a little foolish aside from me? Please, just for a moment, the thing that has me so upset is that I care about you so much. This is a passion of God burning inside me. I promised your hand in marriage to Christ, presented you as a pure virgin to her husband, and now I'm afraid that exactly as the snake seduced Eve with his smooth tongue, you are being lured away from the simple purity of your love for Christ. It seems that if someone shows up preaching quite another Jesus that will preach. Different spirits, different message. Put up with him quite nicely. But if you put up with those big shots, apostles, why can't you put up with simple me? I'm as good as they are. It's true that I don't have their voice. Haven't mastered that smooth eloquence that impresses you so much. But when I do open my mouth, I at least know what I'm talking about. We haven't kept anything back. We let you in on everything. I wonder, did I make a bad mistake in proclaiming God's message to you without asking for something in return, serving you free of charge so that you wouldn't be inconvenienced by me? It turns out that the other churches paid my way so that you would have a free ride. Not once during the time I lived among you did anyone have to lift a finger to help me out. My needs were always supplied by the believers from Macedonia province. I was careful never to be a burden to you, and I will never be. You can count on it with Christ at my witness. It's a point of honor with me, and I'm not going to keep it quiet just to protect you from what the neighbors will think. It's not that I don't love you. God knows I do. I'm just trying to keep things open and honest between us. And I'm not changing my position on this. I did die before taking your money giving nobody grounds for lumping me in with those money goblin preachers, vaunting themselves as something special. They are a sorry bunch, pseudo-apostles, lying preachers, cooked workers, posing as Christ's agents, but sham to the core. And no wonder Satan does it all the time, dressing up as a beautiful angel of light, so it shouldn't surprise us when his servants masquerade as servants of God. But you are not getting by with anything. They will pay for it in the end. Caption, many a long and lonely night. 
Let me come back to where I started and don't hold it against me. If I continue to sound a foolish, a little foolish, or if you did rather just accept that I'm a fool and let me rant on a little. I didn't plan that kind of talk from Christ. Oh no, it's a bad habit I picked up from the tree ring preachers that are so popular these days. Since you sit here in the judgment seat, observing all these shenanigans, you can afford to honor an occasional fool, which happens alone. You have such an admirable tolerance for imposters who rob your freedom, rip you off, steal you blind, put you down, even slap your face. I shouldn't admit it to you, but our stomachs aren't strong enough to tolerate that kind of stuff. Since you admire the egomatics of the pupils so much, remember, this is your old friend talking. Sorry, I'll take that again. Remember, this is your old friend, the fool, talking. Let me try my hand at it. Do they brag of being Hebrews, Israelites, the purists of Abraham, and their match? Are they servants of Christ? I can go them one better. I can't believe I'm saying these things. It's crazy to talk this way, but I started and I'm going to finish. I've worked much harder than being jailed even more often, beaten up more times than I can count, and at death's door time after time. I've been flogged five times with the Jews, 39 latches, beaten by Roman rods three times, pumped with rocks once. I've been shipwrecked, pummeled with rocks once. I've been shipwrecked three times and immersed in the open sea for a night and a day. In hard, in hard traveling year, in and year out. I've had to fought rivers, fend up robbers, struggle with friends, struggle with foes. I've been at tricks in the city, at tricks in the country, endangered by desert sun and sea storm, and betrayed by those I thought were my brothers. I've known drugery and hard labor, many a long day and lonely night without sheep, many a mixed meal, blasted by the cold, naked to the weather. And that's not half of it. When you throw in the daily pressures and anxieties of all the churches, when someone gets to the end of this rope, I feel the desperation in my bones when someone is dumped into sin. An angry fire burns in my guts. If I have to brag about myself, I will brag about the humiliations that make me like Jesus. The eternal and blessed God and Father of our Master Jesus knows I'm not lying. Remember the time I was in Damascus and the governor of King Aretas posted guards at the city gates to arrest me? I crawled through a window in the wall, was less than a bastard, and how to run for my life. Praise the Lord. All these are poor done, and even much more. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading, and say a big thank to St. Maka for this opportunity. To have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you, and I love you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of when you're back reading plan. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Nye, for that beautiful read. Thank you, esteemed Samaka, for perhaps a very this session. We um, will be concluding our book of Proverbs today, and we are reading Proverbs chapter 29 to 31 this morning. Hallelujah. If people can't see what God is doing, is Brother God. John, please, can you be a bit louder? Uh, okay. If people can't see what God is doing, it's a caption. But people who hate discipline and only get more, dis more, more stubborn. There will come a day when life tumbles in and they break. But by then, it will be too late to help them. When good people run things, everyone is glad. But when the ruler is bad, everyone groans. If you love wisdom, you will delight your parents. Or you will destroy their trust if you run with prostitutes. A leader of good judgment gives stability. An exploiting leader leaves a trail of waste. A flattering neighbor is up to no good. He's probably planning to take advantage of you. 
evil people fall into their own traps. Good people run the other way, glad to escape. The good-hearted husband, uh, the good-hearted understand what it is like to be poor. The hard-hearted haven't the faintest idea. A gang of cynics can upset a whole city. A group of sages, a group of sages can calm everyone down. A sage trying to work things out with a fool gets, gets only scorn and sarcasm for his trouble. Murderers hate honest people. Moral folks encourage them. A fool lets it all hang out. A sage quietly moves it over. When a leader listens to malicious gossip, all the workers get infected with evil. The poor and their abusers have at least something in common. They can both see their sight, God's gifts. Leadership gains authority and respect when the voiceless poor are treated fairly. Wise discipline imparts wisdom. Spurred adolescents embarrass their parents. When degenerates take charge, crime runs wild, but the righteous will eventually observe their collapse. Praise God. Discipline your children, you will be glad you did. They will turn out delightful to live with. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. It takes more than talk to keep workers in line. May words go in one ear and out the other. Observe the people who always talk before they think. Even simple things are better than they are. If you let people treat you like a doormat, you'll be quite forgotten in the end. Angry people stir up a lot of discord. The intemperate stir up trouble. Pride lands you flat on your face. Humility prepares you for honors. A friend and outlaw can become an enemy to yourself. When the victims cry out, you will be included in their crushes. If you are a coward to their cause in court, the fear of human opinion disables. Hmm. Trusting in God protects you from that. Everyone tries to get help from the leader, but only God will give us justice, praise the Lord. Good people can't stand the sight of deliberate evil. The wicked can't stand the sight of well-chosen goodness. Chapter 30, the words of Agor ben Yakur. Oh, who needs him? Okay. Verse 1, the skeptic swore, there is no God, no God I can do anything I want. I am more animal than human. So-called human intelligence escapes me. I flunked wisdom. I see no evidence of a holy God. Has anyone ever seen anyone climb into heaven? and take charge, grab the wings and control them, gather the reins in his bucket, stake out the ends of the earth. Just tell me his name. Tell me the names of his sons. Come on now, tell me. The believer replied, every promise of God proves true. He protects everyone who runs to him for help. So don't second guess him. He might take you to task and show up your lies. And then he prayed, God, I'm asking for two things before I die. Don't refuse me. Banish lies from my lips and liars from my presence. Give me enough food to live on. Neither too much nor too little. If I am too full, I might get independent, saying God who needs him. If I am poor, I might steal and dishonor the name of my God. Don't blow the whistle on your fellow workers behind their backs. They will accuse you of being underhanded and then you'll be the guilty one. 
don't curse your father and or fail to bless your mother. Don't imagine yourself to be quite presentable when you haven't had a bath in weeks or in days. Don't be stuck up and think you are better than everyone else. Don't be greedy, merciless and cruel as wolves, tearing into the poor and feasting on them, shredding the needy to pieces only to discard them. A freeloader has twin daughters named Give Me and Give Me More. <laughs> Four insertables is the next caption. Three things are never satisfied. No, they are, there are four that never say that is enough. Thank you. Number one is hell, a barren womb, a patched land, a forest fire. And I that disdains a father and, a, and despises a mother, that I will be plucked out by wild vultures and consumed by young eagles. Now, three things amaze me. No, four things I'll never understand. Number one, how an eagle flies so high in the sky. Number two, how a snake glides over a rock. Number three, how a ship navigates the ocean. And number four, why adolescents act the way they do? Hmm. There is how a prostitute operates. She has sex with her client, takes a bath, then asks, who is next? Three things are too much for even the earth to bear. Yes, four things shake its foundations when the janitor becomes the boss. <laughs> when a fool gets rich. When a prostitute is voted woman of the year. And when a girlfriend replaces a faithful wife. <laughs> oh, precious Lord, the Bible is complete. Now there are four small creatures, wisest of the wise. They are. Ants, frail as they are, get plenty of food in for the winter. Mammoths, vulnerable as they are, manage to arrange for rock-solid homes. Locusts, leaderless insects, yet they strip the field like an army regiment. Lizards, easy enough to catch, but they sneak past vigilant palace guards. Now there are three solemn dignitaries, all that are impressive in their bearing. A lion, king of the beasts, deferring to none. A rooster, proud and strident. A billy goat, a head of state in stately procession. Says if you're dumb enough to call attention to yourself by offending people and making rude gestures. Don't be surprised if someone bloodies your nose. <laughs> Churned milk turns into butter. Riled emotions turns into fistfights. And our last chapter of the day, speak out for justice. The words of King Lemuel, the strong advice his mother gave him. He says, oh, son of mine, what can you be thinking of? Child whom I bore, the son I dedicated to God. Don't dilute your strength on fortune-hunting women. Promiscuous women who shipwreck leaders. Leaders can't afford to make fool of themselves. Gulping wine and swilling beer, lest hungover, they don't know right from wrong. And the people who depend on them are hot. He says, use wine and beer only as sedatives to kill the pain and dull the ache of the terminally ill for whom life is a living death. You see? He says, speak up for the people who have no voice, for the rights of all the misfits. Speak out for justice. Stand up for the poor and destitute. says a good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. Her husband trusts her without reserve and never has, a reason, has reason to regret it. Never spiteful, she treats him generously all her life. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn, preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then with money she puts aside, plants a garden. First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. 
she senses the worth of her work, is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. She is skilled in the crafts of home and earth. Diligent in homemaking, she is quick to assist anyone in need, reaches out to help the poor. She doesn't worry about her family when it snows. Their winter clothes are all mended, ready to wear. She makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linens and silks. Her husband is greatly respected when he deliberates, when he deliberates with the city fathers. She designs gowns and sells them. She brings the sweaters she needs to, to the dress shops. Her clothes are well made and elegant, and she always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say. And when she always and she always says it kindly. Hmm. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you have outclassed them all. Says charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of God. Give her everything she deserves. Her done her life with praises. Blessed be God. Thank you very much, everyone. Over to the affirmation team. Praise Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed um, Papa John. Um, the affirmation is on the screen, so we can actually omit our mics and take it now. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Praise you, Lord. Thank you so much. And the experience of your life would always be based on your proclamations, what you say. So have a beautiful day, enjoying all the results of what you just confessed. We're going to go into the um, the communion segment at this time. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You have raised us to be like you. You raised us in your word. You led us through the months, through the years, and through the weeks. Causing us to will and to do of your good pleasure. I thank you, Lord, for that one who is here. Who has to deal with a matter that is urgent, that is timed, and needs to be sorted immediately. But I thank you because their faith prevails in knowing that in Christ Jesus, all that you will ever need for life and for godliness was fully supplied. Thank you, Lord. They have access to the provisions and those matters are resolved in the name of the Lord Jesus. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we break this bread, and we declare that it's a breaking away of every situation that is inconsistent with your plan, your will, your word, your purpose for us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Go ahead and break the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood these two years after she drank it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eats this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It was a perfect sacrifice. It was a sacrifice that was enough. And it did what it was supposed to do. And it delivered unto us that which it was supposed to deliver unto us. I pray for everyone connected here today that they would walk in the fullness of the blessings of the God life. The fullness of the blessings of the co- the gospel of Christ. The fullness of the blessings of Christianity. All that Christ did all that Christ delivered to the new creature. Thank you, Lord. They walk in the fullness. They enjoy their lives in Christ. Anything that is not of God, as we take in this cup, this is the cup of the covenant that was sealed with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the passing away of the old and the welcoming of the new. Thank you, Father. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new life. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' precious name. There's someone here, you recently lost your job, and I saw in the realm of the Spirit, there's a call of good news coming to you, coming for you. You have a better job. A very, very good one at that. To be better than what you were, where you were coming from. So wipe your tears and be encouraged and be excited for it's your month of harvest. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today is September 11. And it's the 11th day in our journey of 30 days of supernatural blessings. Praise God. 
Um, and today was studying about blessed to please God. Blessed to please God. The scripture for meditation is Philippians 2 and verse 13. And it reads that, yes, God is working in you to help you want to do what pleases him. Then he gives you the power to do it. That's the International Children's Bible, ICB. So that's the scripture you're going to be meditating on today. And if you look at that scripture, there are keywords there. You know, it says God is working in you. To walk is to be engaged in a physical or mental activity in order to achieve a desired result. To function, especially properly or effectively. So it's telling you that God is effectively and intentionally and properly at work in you. To work is to operate, to perform, to labor. On a daily basis, God is working in you. God is engaged in you to ensure that all the activities that need to take place to achieve the result of the life that he planned for you is at work in you. It says to help you want to do what pleases him. To help is to make it easier or possible for someone to do something by offering one's services or resources. So God is going to offer all the services and all the resources that are available in Christ Jesus that can help you to do what pleases him. So he's not, it's not when he says that to help you want to do what pleases him, it's not just that you're just going to desire it. He said, whatever you need, you know, for instance, it pleases God that you give. And many of you have plans to give big and he's telling you that he's going to supply the resources. So he's saying that he does um, to help is to make it easier or possible for someone to do something by offering one's services or resources. In the Holy Ghost, God offers all his services that are available from now to eternity. And then he, uh, he also makes available his resources. That's what it means to help. To assist, to aid, to be of service to, to restore, to cure, to heal. Amazing. That's one of the that's one of the definitions of the word to help. Then he says to do help you want to do what pleases him. To want it to, is to have a desire to possess or do something, to need to do something. It's a desire. You really want to do it. And to please is to cause to feel happy and satisfied. That means God is working in us to help us do that which makes him happy. Do that which makes him satisfied. And that's the journey we've been on. You know, you can know that you are pleasing God because the Bible expressly tells us things that can be done to please God and the things that please God. For instance, he says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. He told us, and then you every day are doing tasks that are helping to build your faith. You hear the word, your, your faith is built up. You're listening to the Bible portion being read to you, to the rhapsody of realities being ministered to you, to all the different segments. You are building faith. You are strengthening your faith. And this faith pleases God. So that means anything that increases your faith, anything that strengthens your faith pleases God. Can you see that? Then he doesn't stop at that. He said he gives you the power to do it. He desires it. He helps you. Then he empowers you. He gives you the ability to give. Is to freely transfer the possession of something to someone. To cause or allow someone or something to have an experience. To provide with. So he's saying that he gives you the power to commit or entrust, to freely set aside or devote for a purpose. So God is giving us all that is required to please him. And he says the power, the power, the power to please him. What is power? Power is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. Now, God wants us to please him. So he gives us the power to do that which we want to do. 
anything that you require. That means that anything that pleases God, God gives you what it will take to do that thing which pleases God. Now, I'm talking to somebody here. Maybe you are in the Ministry of Finance. All of us are actually in the Ministry of Finance because we're all connected, committed to the propagation of the gospel. And he's telling you that I would give you that which will help you to do it because it pleases me. So God is telling you, I will always direct financial resources your way. So as you meditate on this, you think about all the things that please God and you tell yourself, you will always please God. You will always have this because it pleases God. You will always do this because it pleases God. I will always have money. I will always have seeds to sow because sowing seeds, giving pleases God. Hallelujah. So as you meditate today, make confessions and proclamations of all that pleases God and declare that they are your Lord. Praise God. Okay, so when you go back, um, you can read um all the the different things we're supposed to do today. The brief is on the channel, and um, the channel has been posted on the chat room. So um, get all the information. What you're supposed to say. The message of the day is light of the world. It was the message of the week for last week. The song of the day, the book reading portion, the epistle, the proverbs, all of that. It's there. So go to the channel, click on the link, go to the channel, and then check for all of that information. All right, today, but one, you're carrying out engagements across the groups. Of course, all of us are open to do that. And we must endeavor to share our scorecards at the end of the day or before 6 a.m. the next day. Um, so we are going to have a great day. And I pray concerning um, your day, dear Father. You are the one that works in us, but to will and to do of your good pleasure. I thank you because today is a day where we can categorically said, say that we're doing all that we're born to do. That we're doing all that you desire for us to do because we are marvelously helped of you. And you told us to be more conscious about your spirit this day. And he's the one that actually does the work. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. We depend on you today for harvest. We depend on you today to do that which pleases God. And our desires are granted us because our desires are to do that which pleases God in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for everyone here who's given an offering as they send to their churches, their cells, or as the case may be. They are blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus and the harvest for that seed is quick, it is swift, it is abundant and it is plenteous in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. It's Monday and ensure that you have a great day. I hand over to Mr. Glennis. Mr. Glennis, let's have the celebration segment and then let's close the meeting. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Mr. Marco, for the opportunity to handle this segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on where you're joining us from. So right now at the celebration segment, if you were born today or if there's anybody you want to celebrate, please kindly let us know in the chat room. And also, if you're joining us here for the first time, please would like to know you. Please kindly introduce yourself in the chat room by telling us your name, the name of the person who invited you and where you're joining us from. And if you're joining us from Nigeria, please we love to know your state. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As Sister Rita Darlington says, today is the birthday of my group pastor and father, Pastor Ifenia Chuku Michael. Happy birthday to your pastor. As Sister Irena says, yesterday was the second wedding anniversary of my fam, Stanley, Stanley and Blessing Z. Plus, we're expecting twins. Oh, congratulations to them. The same person that Pandula says today, I celebrate my mom. Happy birthday to your mom. Um, Samuel Omolala's, Omolula says, yesterday was my sister's birthday. Her name is Femilayo Samuel Abara. Happy birthday to your sister. And also the links of our various online spaces have been posted in the chat room. So please do all to join if you're not in any of them. Um... For Lashade says, today is the birthday of Pastor Ikena Dunu in the house. Happy birthday to Esim Pastor Ikena. Sister Cynthia Claire says, today is the birthday of my husband. Happy birthday to your husband. We have a first timer. It's my first time here. My name is Ego Okola. 
um nice meeting you welcome um please would like to know you're joining us from and you know the person who invited you maria or oh, he was invited by sister Ifoma. welcome we're happy to have you here so right now i'm going to pray for the celebrants and the first time hallelujah malika barakabashan taraba Thank you, O Lord God, for our celebrants of today. Thank you for our first time. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they keep basking in your grace, in your goodness, and in your mercy. Yes, they are richly and supernaturally blessed in all ramifications of their lives, and they keep experiencing these blessings everywhere they go. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Yes, they walk in abundance in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, and they dominate everywhere they go in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, we have another first timer. My first time here in the Pandula, the Lord's life. We're happy to have you. Welcome. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, SM Sister Maka. Over to you, Ma. Praise God. It's 7 a.m. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Glenis. We can unmute our mics and share the benediction. Welcome to the first timers in the house. Glory to God. Praise of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord I'm alive. Wow. 